You're listening to the Rob Review Podcast. Evan Rob and Laura Rob share their thoughts and opinions on teaching, learning, and leadership. And now, the Rob Review Podcast with Evan and Laura. Evan Rob and I am joined today with Laura Rob. This is the Rob Review Podcast. Welcome, Laura. Oh, I'm happy to be here again with you, Evan. You know, I'm excited to talk about reclaiming agency and really excited today because lo and behold, who shows up on the front door about a half hour before we're getting ready to do this podcast? Travis Crowder, once again. So Travis, welcome to the Rob Review Podcast. I am so happy to be here. I'm glad I got here just in time. You are logging a lot of road miles to travel to the Rob Review Podcast, and we appreciate you doing that. And really appreciate the opportunity to talk a little bit today about reclaiming agency. And I think the setup that I'd like us to think about when we have our discussion today is I grew up in a time, and Laura, you did too. Travis, you're younger, so maybe not so much. Where I mean, You never know. Um, <laughs> you know but the uh, teaching and the concept of one size fits all is something that, that I grew up with. Everyone in the classroom received the information the same way from a teacher, and students would fall along a curve from students who did very well to students who did not do very well. Laura, I, I don't need to ask you on what side of the curve I seem to end up on most of the time. You were at the bottom. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> I, even though I'm your mom and you know, I love you dearly, those days you were at the bottom. Yeah, I was. I, I, I should say that I don't really recall that. I think I recall maybe doing better than that. But, uh, but you know, you saw my report cards and you signed those um, horrible things too. Uh, but that was a time when the teacher wasn't necessarily reflecting on students who were not learning within the classroom. The instruction modality was the same way and of course kids fell within a curve. So what we want to talk about today are the changes that are occurring and continue to occur within classrooms and from both of you who are both you know actively um, still engaged with classroom learning you know the changes that need to occur within the mindset of a teacher in order to develop agency and be more reflective for the learners that are in their classrooms. So Travis, that's an awful lot, and I'm mm. sure you got a couple reactions to that. I do. Yeah, absolutely. I want to start with this whole notion that you are in charge of your own classroom, and you're also you know you you have the power to make the changes that you want to see happen inside of your classroom, and if you're wanting to help the students in there, you know I I'm a I, I teach um, language arts. And so if I see students in my classroom and they are not reading, they're not picking up on, you know, I need to figure out what I can do to motivate them. I need to sit beside them and I need to know what are you interested in? And not only just talk with them, I need to go out and search things. You know, what is a book that might interest them? Let me go find it and let me, you know, read it to figure out, you know, so I can sit with them and say, hey, I read this book. I think you might be interested in it. If they're struggling with writing, I need to go find out what those writing books are that can help them. And there, you know, there are a host of authors out there who have written about this. So I think my first, my visceral reaction is, I'm in charge of my classroom. You are in charge of your classroom. Find out what your students need and meet them where they are. Absolutely, Travis. You know, the whole notion of uh, responding to your students that we put students at the center, what does Mm -hmm. that mean? If students are at the center, we're looking at every child, not just the ones who get it. Mm -hmm. Uh, In fact, I look more at the ones who don't get it because that's my job is to engage and motivate them and find out. 
what I can do to change them. And you said, you hit it on the nose. When we go to professional books, we have mentors. Mm -hmm. We have people teaching us, showing us based on their experience. So it's a combination of professional reading and also gathering feedback Mm -hmm. from colleagues uh, that you know. They could be in your school, they could be out of your school. You and I will talk sometimes. I talk to other people when I'm experiencing Mm -hmm. something that I just don't feel comfortable with some of the possible solutions Mm -hmm. I've come up with. So that agency and, and being in charge of your own learning is a major part of being a skilled teacher. Absolutely. Ken, you know, one of the things that, you know, that, that I think about often with schools is, and I don't know the answer to this, which is, you know, if a teacher wants to develop student agency, they too need to be committed to developing agency for themselves. Mm-hmm. And you can't have one without the other. So right. you, know, you can't have a teacher who's really helping kids discover a sense of agency within themselves who's completely against that. So Travis, let me ask you a question. What are some ways, I mean, maybe you can kind of share a little bit of some thoughts with social media too, on, on how you connect and how you find ways to further increase your agency as a young uh, professional. Uh, well, one thing is I read all the time. I am always looking for books that are gonna help me stretch myself as an educator. And I'm also looking for people within the academic community, of which you and Laura are a part of, whose conversation and whose you know, leadership and guidance and also friendship are going to help nudge me further as a teacher. Um, I also you know, write myself. And I think that's a part of it as well, that we, not only are we consuming, but we're also, you know, I've heard it said before, like, reading is the inhale writing is the exhale and you know that's how we can then put our voice back out there adding it to the course of voices that's already out there and helping lift up this profession absolutely i think it's also important for uh, for students for teachers rather uh, to join twitter and other social media oh yes because you meet educators mm-hmm. from all over the world and we're always suggesting articles to read books right. to read mm-hmm. um, so you can develop agency and enrich your personal professional Mm -hmm. reading life and every time you do that you're learning um, other ways to support your students and and that's the goal absolutely you know and that's interesting what you said you know and I want to go back to something you said a few minutes ago Travis the um, one of the things that exists sometimes in social media is a little and this is just my opinion a little too much focus on the word relationships and relationships are absolutely important but it can at times change the impression of what being a great teacher really is I mean mm-hmm. it has to be more than just being able to connect with people I mean there is you know, yeah. there's a there is a science to teaching there's an art to teaching uh, and pedagogy is can be complicated best practice can be uh, something that needs to be worked on continually but you spoke about building relationships by helping to understand why a kid isn't reading mm-hmm. and, and what you can do to help them connect to reading. Or the kid who's reluctant to write, mm-hmm. you know, how can you connect with that student to help them uh, start thinking about writing in a different kind of way? Mm-hmm. So I appreciate you sharing that because it is relationships, absolutely, but there's an intentionality to it. Um, and it's also focused on you as the professional using your mind 
um, through the connections that you have or the, or, or the skills that you've learned in order to make this connection that can get a student more engaged in reading or in writing. Well, you know, every career is, you know, has that layer where it's filled with platitudes. It's easy to, you know, share a, a, a beautiful quote or it's easy to talk about, you know, but underneath that, the hard work of teaching and of working with, with students and of learning yourself like, you know, taking that, that's when that work kicks in. There's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes. The reading that you do, the equity work that you do, the discussions that you have, the things that you're nudging students to do. There's a lot that goes on with that. And it's more than just saying, hey, I want to be your friend or I want to get to know you. Absolutely. Laura, you have any thoughts on that too? I sure do. In fact, Travis and I were talking about that uh, early this morning over breakfast, that it, when you say that relationships are everything, or if you have trusting relationships, your class will go well, it oversimplifies what a teacher does mm -hmm. every day uh, and how a teacher needs to prepare and continually learn. I think that what you said, Travis, that sitting beside a student and finding out why writing is a struggle or why they still can't find a book that uh, that they can get interested enough in to complete. Mm -hmm. That is what forms a relationship. Mm -hmm. When you take the word relationship by itself, it becomes very super, superficial. It does. But relationships grow mm -hmm. from meaningful interactions. That's right. And in the classroom, meaningful interactions occur when teachers and students communicate. That's right. And what better way to build a relationship than talking about reading? than talking about a reading life, you know, and it goes into other content areas as well. But it's that meaningful, you're right, it's that meaningful conversation, that interaction. Right. Absolutely. And so, so we don't want to oversimplify anything no. like kindness and trust. Uh, I would assume that kindness is so important. It's mm -hmm. just in your attitude and outlook and how you approach a child to mm -hmm. have that conversation. And some of them can be tough. Right. And we, we go away feeling sad because it was so tough or just mm -hmm. de our energy depleted. But teaching is a very challenging job. And we, we eliminate the complexity if mm -hmm. we just toss out a couple of buzzwords. Those things that we're pulling out from those quotes, they come only from meaningful interactions right. and learning together. And learning together means to me yes, learning and not mm -hmm. learning. We want yeah. to figure out why yeah. there's some not learning going on in our rooms. But I'm going to stretch what you said just a little bit. It's easier to talk about those buzzwordy type things. Doesn't there's, there's not a lot of meat there. To make it of substance, you have to go beyond that. And what is it that we're attaching to that? How is it that we're helping build the child, building, and not only the child, but also ourselves as educators? And that's where the hard work really comes in. Absolutely. And that's why we need self-directed teachers. When I say self-directed, I mean teachers who want to learn mm -hmm. and become better at their craft so they can support every child that comes through their classes. Laura, that really sums up the this podcast about reclaiming agency. Very well said. Travis, really appreciate you coming by. So glad to be here. Thank oh. you again. Absolutely, absolutely. This brings to an end this Rob Review podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Check us out next time. We hope you enjoyed the Rob Review podcast. Check out our blogs at therobreviewblog.com and tell a friend. Thanks again and see you next time.